Sunday with Miriam on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Supervalue Insurance. Offering sound advice for your car, home and travel insurance needs. Tweet at Miriam O'Call. Now it's time for some music and this morning Steo Wall has come back to his native Dublin from his base in County Clare. Steo has a new album out called Street Wisdom for Lost Souls. It's in my hand here and today he's going to be accompanied by Caroline Lodge and Brian Fleming. This is Glory Days. Rest your weary bones On my sofa, me Elsa Gosha We can sip tea From a scaldy mug Regale the tales of our yesteryears That was gorgeous. Well done, Steve. Listen, great to see you again. Tell me first about this new album. Where does the title Street Wisdom for Lost Souls come from? Uh, hey, Miriam, it's <laughs> good to be here. Thank you for having me. Um, I suppose it comes from just the the content within the album. There's a lot of myself and, and my life that goes into my music. Um, and so the album was called that deliberately just so, you know, if anyone is feeling lost after everything we've been through mm-hmm. or whatever, that hopefully there's a bit of there's a bit of comfort or solace to be had within the songs on the album, you know? So I know your background, but for people who don't know about you, remind me a little about where you're from and a bit of your background, Steve. Uh, so I'm from Shankill in South County, Dublin. Um, and I was, yeah, born and reared there. I, I went to live with my grandmother in Talley uh, as a kid, you know. I, I lived with her for a long time and moved to County Clare in 2018. And never looked back? Never looked back. Oh, that was... Best move I ever made, Miriam. Yeah. Do you find from a creative point of view, it really helps you living there? Yeah. I, I, I don't think I would have became an artist mm. or, or got as heavily involved in music as I am now without moving out of Dublin. Like, mm. I love Dublin and, and, you know, my heart is blue for Dublin. But I, uh, I think moving to rural Ireland allowed me the time and space and the creativity to come in to start making and creating art, like, you know. Yeah. And the shape of this album, I love it, because you've a mixture of songs and vignettes of other recordings there. Explain that to me. So... After the pandemic, uh, after the the lockdowns um, stopped, I went to visit my parents up in Dublin because uh, I hadn't seen them all year. Like, And when I walked in, my aunt and my mum were huddled around the little tape recorder crying. And I recognised the voice instantly. It was the voice of my grandmother, Sarah Doran. So I would have introduced the world to Sarah Doran on my first album. It's a folk song about my grandmother. And... I, I, I heard this voice singing through the radio. So I just whipped the tape uh-huh. straight away and I said, I, I need this. I'm going to bring this down to County Clare, to Martin O'Malley, into the studio. And I said, Martin, this is a 35-year-old tape. I'm on it running around as a five-year-old acting the maggot. And I said, we need, to, we need to get this on this album and introduce the world to my grandmother's singing voice. Mm-hmm. So 
at that stage, Martin just said, well, why don't you make it a conceptual kind of album where it's um, continuous from start to finish? So I just I ran with that idea and I went home and I stuck all the songs on a, a whiteboard and myself and my partner came up with all the audio vignettes to tie each song. So it's a complete story from start to finish. Like, you know, I think we achieved something in that, like all of those little audio vignettes beautifully tie yeah. into the next song. You know, there's a message within each of them, I think. Yeah, really beautiful. And also I noticed you took part in the Ireland 100 concert that was broadcast just last Monday. Yeah. And what did it mean to you, I suppose, being part of that event on stage, but also singing again about your grandmother, Sarah Doran. You call her a traveller girl in the song. Yeah. So the song, the song, I imagined what it would be like for her when she was born, you know, in the first half of the century. And she travelled around, you know, mm-hmm. and camped the side of the roads and um, so for me to to get to represent my family but also my grandmother has, mm. who has been such a huge impact on my life and the, the stories that I try and tell through music it was the honour of a lifetime like it was and I, I was saying it to the guys that, that I play with here that I couldn't enjoy it in the moment because I was so caught up in nerves and, and, and I didn't even know what was going on behind me on the set so when I watched it the other night myself and my partner it was just I was blown away by it you know it was incredible yeah. to be involved in that it felt like it felt like a real moment in time that had been captured in Irish yeah. culture and music and art you know yeah it was beautiful you sang Glory Days for us what lies behind that song? when the pandemic was going on Miriam I, I really struggled with it um, like it seemed to be that once the Covid hit all my pals within the industry became, they just transferred online and were so creative and writing new stuff. And I just went the opposite way. I couldn't, uh, I, I struggled with my head anyway, but mm. I couldn't pick up the guitar. I couldn't create anything. And so for all of 2020, I didn't do anything. And then in January 2021, that song, I said it before in an interview, mm. that song came to me like a musical hug. And I just started picking up the guitar again, playing, tinkling on it. And what was in my head was I wanted to get the saying Miel Sagosha. Because <laughs> I remember it from my youth. Like all the like I used to do the hill market with my grandmother. We'd done markets all over the country. And that was all the, the inner city heads be oh you meow flower, meow sagosha. So I was like, I want to get that in a song. And then once I achieved that with that line, like memories of my childhood just flooded back and running around the back alleys and probably mm. smoking cigarettes now and I wasn't supposed to be, but yeah. it was just, it's just filled with the nostalgia of me youth yeah. is is what that song means to me, you know. And listen, I know you interviewed Christy Moore for a Tradfest podcast. I think, like me, you always come away from a chat with Christy, don't you, having learned something mm. new. What did you learn from him this time? Christy's just, like, Christy has forgotten more about folk music than I'll ever learn, like, you know, so I just, I learned a little bit of his process, how he goes about picking songs to, to, to sing. Um, I learned that the impact of uh, Travellers on his, uh, on his song choice and his music, you know, Christy would have, mm. still to this day, he heard an old Traveller man by the name of John Riley singing in the late 70s in the song circle. And when he piped up to sing, he sang a song that hadn't been heard in this country for 1,200 years, the air of the song was passed down through his family line and only this little old man who couldn't read nor write had all, a, a well of songs mm-hmm. that Christy still covers today. And that's what he said to me still when I play in Vicar Street or to two or three people in a room, I sing 
that song, Lord Baker, and the spirit of John Royley is evoked and, and the tradition is carried on, you know. So he's just, he's, he's, he's very special, like he's a gatekeeper, you know. Yeah, he's incredible, Christy. And of course, Damien Dempsey, also an incredible talent. He'd be a big influence on you. Is it true that you had to borrow a guitar from him for the Ireland 100 gig? Is that right, Steve? Yeah, yeah. So my guitar was acting up now. We didn't have it plugged in today, but it was acting up. The pickup on it was acting up. So I was telling Damo about it backstage and he said, just borrow my guitar. And uh, so I, I had to use his guitar on the night. And then after I posted on it, some like... Some hawk-eyed lady <laughs> came on me Facebook going, is that Damien Dempsey's guitar you're using? And I was like, well, you definitely don't need to go to Specsavers anyway. That's like a good catch. But yeah, Damo, Dam, Dam, Damien Dempsey gave me my start in music. Like, that's how I got started in music. He took me on the road and I'll be forever grateful to him. He's another living legend, like, you know. Yeah, he's a great guy. Now, you have two little boys, Adam and Felix. Yep. Nine and seven, I think. Yeah. Do they like music? What kind of music do they like? <laughs> they are influenced from their pals in school. So yeah. we sometimes we listen to like like on the Blue Frog or whatever it is. They listen yeah. to these. Mo- I call them forget facts music. So we listen to some of their songs sometimes, and then they forget their two times tables that they've learned in school <laughs> because the songs are so mind numbing. But the rule of thumb is that once they listen to their songs. I have to inject them then with Damien Dempsey or Leonard Cohen or but they have to listen yeah. to a classic. They you know, love it. Tables. They love it. So I, I have a little studio set up at home and they make beats and Adams like picked up cello and Brian, the guy who plays uh, Bowron with me, has been teaching him a bit of Bowron and the both of them are in uh, ukulele lessons at the minute. So they're uh, yeah. we're throwing lots of music at them, you know. Oh, lucky boys! Listen, you're going to sing for us again, and you're going to sing a song called My People. Mm. Tell me about this. Uh, this is this is a song that a lot of the, the traveller artists that have influenced me as an artist um, and I think a lot of the artists that are mentioning this song are very important artists within the context of Irish folk and trad music. We se- we're celebrated all over the world, like people come here for our music and our culture, but the vast majority of them might not know the very important role that a small subsection of our culture played. Like, had it not been for travellers' nomadic way of life back in the day, mm. um, all of these tunes and stuff might have been lost, like, you know, they held yeah. the flame of Irish traditional music alight down little Bardian lanes. So I was playing, I was asked to play at a Traveller Pride Award ceremony and on the drive to Dublin, that song kind of came about, you know. Yeah, well, well done, you Steve. Thank you so much for coming in this Thank you morning. So much, Miriam. And a reminder that the album is called Street Wisdom for Lost Souls. And while you get ready to sing again, my people, I'm going to tell people about your gigs. The West Coast launch of your album is in the Hotel Doolan on November the 25th. And the East Coast launch will be in the Workman's Club in Wellington Quay here in Dublin on Sunday, February the 18th, 2024. And tickets are from tickets.ie. Thanks so much to you. Here is my people. Two, three, four. Thank you. 
tweet at Miriam O'Call. Well, talking about steel wool, Debbie and Dex, I see you've been a gift of discovery for myself and my friend over the past year. Thank you for your beautiful words and your beautiful music. We look forward to seeing you play in Dublin in January.